Hey there, my name is Philia, and I'm here with my co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast surrounding open discussion on faith and relationship. Yemi, what are we talking about today? Well, we are currently in the season of parables where we take a closer look at the parables of Jesus and put a current take on it. Well, girl, the floor is yours. Thank you. So we are talking about the parable of the sower. This parable is found in the book of Matthew chapter 13. I will be reading from the NIV version, but any version is fine. And so this is Matthew 13, 1 to 23. I'm starting from verse three. Jesus explains, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on the rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow, but when the sun came, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop 160 or 30 times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. The disciples came to him and asked, why do you speak in parables? Jesus replied, because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. He goes on to explain the parable, verse 18. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. This is the parable of the sower. All right, let's get into it. Well, Thalia, I think there is a lot to unpack from the parable of the sower. And um, I think we should just start with where it begins, with the farmer. So who do you think is the farmer? I think the farmer is God. Agreed. When a farmer plants his seeds, he hopes to plant it in good soil where it can germinate and bear fruit. But sometimes some of those seeds scatter, they get displaced. And I think that in this parable, it talks about the seeds that get displaced in the rocks, it gets displaced on the path where birds and scavengers and 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 even the devil comes and just sweeps it up. And it talks about the seeds that are planted in good soil, where there are deep roots and deep foundations. And at the same time, that plant or those crops actually grow and bear fruit. So I think that with God as the farmer, he although he gives us this opportunity to to have these fruitful seeds, we still go astray. Some, And I think the seeds are the word. 
and the word is 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 everything the word is everything that we are but in these opportunities we go wayward we go off to the left some of us don't stay on our path some of us don't bear fruit yeah i i, I like what you said that on in our lives we go off on different paths and sometimes when I think also sometimes we're in a season, right? Where sometimes the word that we get from maybe God trying to talk to us or in any situation, it gets snatched up because we're not focused, right? Like for instance, if I am in a season where the seeds fall on the path, it's probably a season where I'm spending way too much time on Instagram <laughs> and I'm thinking about everything on Instagram. I'm acting out all the reels in my head. Th- that becomes consumes me. I will even admit to you that this year I felt like I needed to travel because everyone on Instagram were showing all these pictures of them traveling and that became the most important thing. I wanted to travel. I wanted to go on vacation. I wanted to post reels. I wanted to show people I was traveling. And you know what happened? My suitcase got lost <laughs> with my with my selfie stand. <laughs> That you were supposed to use on this vacation to, to show. show my real. Right. So, you know, like I was being shallow, right? I was being really shallow, right? Like instead of appreciating the beauty and, and the majesty of God and his creation and being grateful for the opportunity, I wanted to post on Instagram and my bags got lost. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's funny. Um, you know, I think for me, I th- I feel like my seeds went to the rocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And the reason why I say that is because when you when I think of them just being on the path, I think of a path being something that's easy to to walk on. There's not a lot of treacherous ground, but the rocks make you feel like you're being so tough and so challenging. But and when you want when when you try to get through and try to push through, it's the rocks you're going to go to. You're not going to go on the on the path. So I feel like for me. I kind of made things more difficult for myself. It's like, you know, sometimes you say, Philia, why don't you just say no? Why do you say yes to everything and make things so difficult for yourself? And I think it's like, yeah, why do I do that? So I think I do that for myself. I think I just make things more difficult when really my life could be so much more simple, so much more straight and so much more fruitful if I just invest that time into myself and into the things that I do. So I think I do that kind of like, intentionally so I can feel almost like a victim, you know, and then cry out to God. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. But I, now when I actually look back at most of my situations, some of them could have really been, you know, avoided, I think. Well, you you know, the the seed that falls on the rocks, Mm -hmm. those, those have, they don't have their shallow roots, right. Mm -hmm. Or their shallow Mm -hmm. soil is what the Bible says. So it's not like, it won't bear fruit, but the fruit would wither when it comes to the sun. They'll be challenged right. and there, there's no death. There's no soil. So, you know, all that running around, doing all those things, you're taking on so many. Are you actually focusing on the things that are most important right. that and you really, grounded. yeah, really right. need to put death on, right. death into? And I, you know, we're talking about this and, and, and I think, Wow, this is about the word of God, but it relates to so many other things, right? right? Like the seed is the word of God and how we process it. But I think about, we think about the soil as seasons of where we are in life and and how we react to different situations and what the outcomes are. Of those situations are, right. Very good. 
And um, and it's funny because when you talk about um, seasons, you know, they you know they always say there's a reason for a season, right? So um, the season that germinates or bears the most fruit fruit is, is is spring. When you think of new life, new beginnings, you know, you think of more sun, you think of more rain. That's what God provides for us. It's like He gives us all of these things, and you know, um, Jesus said where um, in in His Word, right? I think He mentions that that we are born with it, right? It's in us, but it's our opportunity. And I think of what free will is, is our opportunity to either stay grounded or go astray because it's already in us. But what happens is that we let the distractions of the world, we let the distractions of all the things around us take us off that path that we're supposed to, or take off, off that, take us off that good soil where we can bear fruit, where we can have strong grounded roots in the word. Right. So. Right. I mean, we're we're either shallow or we're in, in a place where the devil can steal. Right. <laughs> he, he can steal the word, right. and, you know, and the word is supposed to bring joy and light. And, and there's so the promises of God. Right. I think about that as the word. Right. That promise of God that falls on the path. Because you're so distracted or we're so distracted and the devil snatches us up. That's how that's how we fall into depression. Because the devil is stealing your word of joy, your word of comfort, your word word of peace. But how do we move from the season where we are at the rocky path or maybe we're shallow ground or grow with the weeds and the thorns to good soil, right? Like I want to be good soil. Philia, how do we become good soil? Well, in what Jesus specifically says, right, that the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you and not to them. So whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. And whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. So because we know that we have it, we need to appreciate it. We need to value it because it can so easily be taken away. So I think that it's important to know that God loves us all. He gives us that opportunity to have that word. It is there for us. It is there for us to read. It is there for us to, to eat, sleep, drink it. It is there for us to consume ourselves in it. There's no reason for us to go wayward. And whenever we do, we go right back to the root, go back to the foundation, go back to the soil. And that soil and that root and that foundation is the word of God. And I think that is where we have to remember, and that is our our defining model that we must always continue to do because it's not easy to forget that. You just have to remember to 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 continue to act upon it, so it becomes our habit. It becomes our destiny. Yeah, the Bible says, "Renew your mind." Right? Mm-hmm. Like we need to focus on the Word of God, right. knowing that. God's word is that seed that can help us bear good fruit to be plentiful, right? And when we bear good fruit, it doesn't only just affect us, it affects everyone, everyone everyone around us, right? Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you're supposed to do that daily. I think that's one way to be good soil, right? Because who doesn't want to be productive? Who doesn't want to bear good, good fruit? I ask God all the time, bless the works of my hand, because 
I honestly, I want to be blessed, right? I want, I want abundance. Yeah, I want that hundred time, thirty time, (laughs) sixty time production, right? right? right. And 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 we know what 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 good fruits of the spirit are because the Bible tells us what the fruits of the spirit are, Um, and and that that can tell us if we're producing good fruit, right? Right. If we know what those are, right? Amen. Amen. And like he does say, right? Um, he says the owner servants um, come to him, and at the end, I think he he talks about how much of this this fruit will be will will be fruitful. You know what what was the exact numbers that he used in the end? He says a uh, hundred, uh, sixty, yes, or, 30, or 30, times thirty times what was sown. Right. So that to me is what we all are looking for. We're looking for abundance, abundance in everything, because God is all. He's all, and He will give us all, and it is there for us. The word is given to us. We just need to follow suit, and um, and we have no recourse from that. I mean, if we if we really just follow the word of God, we would be blessed so much more. Hundred times, it's almost like, what's the problem? Yes, yes. Like, what is stopping yeah, us right. from getting this blessing? It's right. so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy. God wants us to obey Him. He wants us to follow His word. He wants us to love Him, and trust Him, trust yeah, and obey. The first, the first and most important commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. Amen. And then the second one is to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yes. And I know I fail at these things, right? Like sometimes I'm only focused on me. Sometimes I put money above God. And and I know one time someone said, you shouldn't always be chasing money. I'm like, what should I be chasing? Right, right. <laughs> like, I mean, they do say the mighty dollar. <laughs> I mean, but I, I want this, I want right, that, right. I want this, this right, and that, right. and I need money. Right. And so, you know, that, that sometimes that is my focus and, and it's wrong, right? Like I shouldn't be focused on the things of this world because God called us to be set apart. And, and he tells us like, we're in this world, but not of this, of world. this world. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Not do not conform to the matters of this world, mm-hmm, you know, but mm-hmm. be renewed by the, uh, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Right. So it's, it's, it's true. I think what happens is that we become so consumed with everything around us that we tend to forget God. So I think that it's important to always remember him. And if we remember him, he will give us all. Yeah. I think, The Bible says all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his plan and purpose. And and I know that we're all called according to his plan and purpose. We all have a plan and purpose. He created every single one of us. He knew us before we were were formed in our mother's womb. He he knew our names. Wow. Just knowing that and thinking about it, right? It's, It's just so... It's just so like you can't even wrap your mind around it. Like everything, everything that has been orchestrated and ordained has been done even before time. So why would not why wouldn't he want us to prosper? You know, we have it in our hands. We are born with it, but yet still we don't appreciate it. We take it for granted and then we blame God. Mm, mm, say that again. Dropping gems. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding. You know, so. I mean, it's so it's it's so crazy because when I think about us 
blaming God for mm-hmm. our situations. And, and a lot of times we put ourselves in those situations, mm-hmm. right? If we, if we want to be good stewards of the word or good soil, we need to transform our minds daily, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. If we want to be shallow, we just need to be choked up and and suffering the things of this world, right? right. We're focused on this world, and if we're like la di da di da, do we not paying right. attention? The devil's gonna steal our joy. He's going to steal. He's he gonna comes. steal our what money. Does he come to do to kill, kill steal, steal, destroy. destroy. <laughs> Watch right. out for that Watch one. Watch out for him. Right. I mean, we we don't want to be in those situations. Right. We we want to be good soil. Right. We want to be good soil because we want to be good foundations. Good foundations. Good, good foundations. Roots. Good roots. Yes, absolutely. And it's for it's not only for ourselves, but for the people around us, the people that we we love right. or the people that we encounter, um, or our acquaintances. Right. All of the things that God is is planting in us it's for the benefit of others everyone else Mm -hmm. exactly because when people i mean there are people who want to steal your joy because they don't have it in themselves but when it is rooted in god people can't help but eventually enjoy and 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 gain from it so that's why it's important to be grounded amen amen and there's one other thing i want to point out Mm -hmm. is when jesus when the when the disciples asked Jesus why mm-hmm. he was talking in parables mm-hmm. and he said, it's because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not them. And so it's really important that we break down the parables because God is trying to say, like, if you understand the parables, you understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. And I want keys, keys to the kingdom. I want the kings. I want to unlock all of these. <laughs> we want the keys give to me the, the kingdom. King, God, give me the keys. <laughs> and so it's, I think that's why, you know, I'm really happy for us to be focusing on, on parables, parables this yeah. season because it is the knowledge of the kingdom of God Amen. and 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 it's revealed to us in different ways. And I'm really curious as to the thoughts other people have about these parables right. because we want to know your perspective, right? There are certain parables that I revisit as an adult that I heard when I was younger and have a whole, a whole different, different take. perspective and take, yes, right? Because of your understanding. And he also mentions that, right? Because think of the type of learners that we are, right? Some people learn auditory learning. Some people need it demonstratively. Some people need it by audio, you know, like listening to it, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that it's important because sometimes when you revisit it, you see it differently. You've been through different things, different life experiences that make you see things differently. You're not so subjective. You're not objective in the way you think of things, you know? So I think it is important to to go over these and and see who takes, who takes these crumbs and what are they going to do with it? Or who takes these seeds, not crumbs, who takes the seeds, right? And what they do with these seeds. Yeah. Plant the seeds in good soil and yes. let it bear the fruits. And I'll mm-hmm. read you what the, the fruits of the spirit are. The fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, mm. kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Amen. So we want to bear these fruits. And this is the season where we are, are, are growing, yes. right? These are parables meant for our growth and our development, our understanding. And there's so much we can learn. So, so much. The season of parables. Here we are. <laughs> All right. We're excited to be doing this podcast and we're excited to be discussing with you. We will be back next week 
We're dropping on Wednesday morning, same time. Same time. (laughs) Same place. Same place. Wherever podcasts are available, you can catch our recording. And we are looking forward to discussing live with you on YouTube Live um, every other Wednesday night. Every other Wednesday night at 7 7 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We love you. Have a blessed week. Have a blessed week. And we see you then. Bye. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today on the parable of the sower. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. And before we wrap, we have a few announcements and then we would like to close in prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next week with another podcast on the parable of the mustard seed, which can be found in Matthew chapter 13, verses 31 to 34. We are also excited to announce the launch of our first YouTube live discussion, which will take place tonight. Wednesday, January 12th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Our YouTube channel is Treading Faith, which is also our Instagram handle. So please check us out on, on our IG page for updates. Lastly, our podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and where other podcasts are found. You can follow us and share with friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Now let's join together in prayer. We believe in the power of prayer and specifically praying the text of the Bible because according to Isaiah 55, 11, God's word will not come back void. And our prayers are strengthened in numbers. So we ask that you come together with us in agreement for this prayer. Lord, our God, our Father, we honor and bless your holy name. According to Matthew 18, 20, when two or more are gathered in your name, you are present. So we welcome you and we thank you for your presence, not just now, but continuously in our daily lives. Oh, Father, we know that we may be in different seasons of soil, but we want that good, good soil. Oh, Father God, that soil that helps us to understand your words and unlock the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. Oh, Father, help us to make our ourselves and our minds fertile ground. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. The that by the testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Oh, Father, help us renew our mind daily, creating us a spirit that de- that desires your word, that create that that craves to know you better, to get closer to you. First Peter 1.13 says, therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober minded, set your hope fully on the grace that we be brought that will be brought to you by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Oh, Father God, we thank you for this grace that you freely give and that the revelation of Jesus Christ is a gift to us that gives us grace. Oh, Father God, we thank you for the birth, the death and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But oh, Father, help our minds focus on this, that this pivotal, pivotal principle in your word shows your love and your gift for us so that we may focus on that instead of the things of the world. Oh, Lord, unlock the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. 
And John 8, 32 says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set us, set you free. Father, set us free with the truth and the knowledge of your word. John 16, 13 says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak only on his authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. Oh, Father God, send the spirit of truth. Renew and awake our spirit so that we can discern your voice and hear your word clearly so that we know what you are telling us. We know that the, we know the instructions that you have given us for our lives. So that we can be obedient and aligned with your word and your will for our lives. Let us not be like those who are destroyed for lack of knowledge as described in Hosea 4, 6. Psalms 119, 18 says, open my eyes, O Lord, that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. So Father God, we ask you to open our eyes to see, our ears to hear our minds to understand and our hearts to accept and be a reflection of your word and your grace, your mercy and your love. James 1, 5 says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. So we ask you, Father God, for wisdom. We ask you, God, for understanding. Open our eyes and our minds and our ears, oh Father God. Help us to be closer to you, Father. Draw us near to you so that we can hear and discern your voice more clearly. Matthew 4 4 says, He answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So, Father God, we yearn for your word so that we understand. But let your word fall on good, good, fertile ground. Help us to become fertile ground so that we may understand your word. So that we can hear clearly and it can be planted and take root and grow. Father, let us bear fruit and good seeds, oh, Father God that comes from the word that you plant on us, in us. Proverbs 4, 7 said, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all that, get understanding. Oh, Father God, we, we crave wisdom. But on top of that, Father, we ask for understanding. Father, this is a gift that you give freely to your children who ask. Oh, Father God, we repent of our sins and come before your throne so that you may hear the words of our prayers and with meditation on our heart. Oh, Father God, draw us closer to you. Open our eyes, open our minds, open our ears. Oh, Father God, and we don't just want to hear and understand your word, but when your word is firmly planted in the good, good soil that you have blessed us with, we will become doers of your word. Luke 11, 28 says, but he said, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. So Father God, we want to be blessed as keepers of your word, not ones that just hear it and it falls on shallow ground so that it, it, it only lasts a moment and is fleeting. We want the word to enrich our lives 
and be and we want to be practicers, practitioners of your word. James 1.22 says, be doers of the word and not hearers only. This is a command from you, O Father God. So help us that we may practice your word in our daily life. O Father God, when we struggle, O Father God, let the Holy Spirit remind us that these words have been rooted and planted firmly in our soil. Let this be the season of fertility. Let this be the season of production. Let this be the season of growth and maturity. Let this be the season where we show the world that we have been transformed by your word. Father God, make us a living host and an example and a walking, breathing, living testimony of your word and your love. We thank you for hearing our prayers, oh Father God. We thank you for answered prayers. Your word in Matthew 18, 19 says that if at least two of us agree on earth about anything we ask for, that it will be done by our father in heaven. So we come into agreement, Father, by saying amen, amen, and amen. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. Thank you for tuning into this podcast, and we hope that it blessed you and this prayer reaches your heart. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye.